I mean, it, it portrayed every just bullshit thing going on in the internet that is dividing people and still continues to divide people because people are now online arguing about this damn movie. Put follow me, follow me for my new OnlyFans. I'm going to punch you right in your face. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> That'd be awesome. I don't know why I'm, I'm messing with the papers. We don't have it. We don't have anything specifically. It's a nervous habit right you got. Here's the thing. Here's the weird thing about inviting people. And if you're ever planning an event, guys, write this down because it's exactly accurate. I've never known this to be wrong. I actually learned it from a caterer. Only 80% of the people that 100% say they're going to be there and have paid ahead of time, if you charge ahead of time for it, will ever show up. Good evening and welcome to Old Man Energy. I'm your host, Flint Anderson. And with me tonight is my invisible co-host, Dez. We, <laughs> you can also say that I'm your wife too. Uh, she, she, I happen to be sleeping with her. <sighs> we, um, we don't really have anything to talk about tonight. We're just going to get on here and bullshit about some stuff. So my, uh, my dad messaged me just a few minutes ago. My father was the original meme King. He used to <laughs> carry around copied memes in his truck to show people. And if he really liked you, he'd give you one. Oh my I just, God. I just thought about that. Are you it being was, serious? I am being dead serious. Were, he had photocopies of drawings and memes that he used to carry around his truck. Jokes. I hadn't thought about that in years, but he, now he does it via text message. It's amazing. From the, He would copy them from the internet? There was no internet back then. He used a copy machine. Oh, so like uh, something out of the newspaper or something? Out of the newspaper or some off-color magazine or comic gotcha. book or whatever, but he'd copy them and then carry them around. Okay, that's too. not bad. So yeah, so he was he he was memeing before memes were a meme. Anyway, we were setting cameras up and testing. We got a new two camera system, kind of like Pacific Rim, except not even remotely close. But it sounds kind of cool. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. I like. Sorry, I'm yawning. I don't know. So we were just sitting here talking. We're like, man, what are we going to talk about? I don't know. We're going to talk about all this. I just recorded some follow ups for my seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar mastermind, which is going to be another class on that coming up soon. You guys want to learn to scale your business. You want to start a business. You're thinking about making a service business. This is definitely going to be a class you want to jump in on. It is not your typical, oh, I'm a financial guru and you need to buy my class for $2,000 and do this and that. No, we work together week by week. You work one-on-one -on -one with me or one of the graduates of the course to hit your goals that you have set specifically and learn to scale your business. So there's my plug. There's my advertisement. If you guys are interested in that, shoot us a message. And as always, if you haven't followed us on all the social medias, go like, subscribe, do all that stuff. Love some of the guys now. They're like, ring that bell, smash that subscribe button, this and that. And if you want to hear more of this ridiculousness, just go subscribe and like it. We put silly stuff on TikTok. We got family stuff on Facebook. We got a little bit of everything on Instagram. I don't know. It's just fun. So, and if you want to watch me lift weights and watch this old man work his butt off, then you definitely want to follow me on Instagram. Again, no, no agenda. We, we you talk way too much. <laughs> that's the literal point of the podcast. I know, but you don't even breathe. You're just like, blah, 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 blah. you're regurgitating. I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. I didn't regurgitate <sighs> shit. You just, well. I didn't regurgitate anything. I just, I just got done recording a bunch of major boring shit. Well, it's not really boring, but it's boring for recording because I talk about it all the time. We did, or I did record an exclusive secret video. You can only see <laughs> if you've met me in person. That uh, <laughs> that kind of came across a little weird there for a second. Hey. Hey, please put, put those follow down. Me, follow me for my new OnlyFans. 
I'm going to punch you right in your face. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I don't know why I'm, I'm messing with the papers. We don't have it. We don't have anything specific. It's a nervous habit right you got. I'm very nervous. You fidget with well, shit. It's, it's because of the new OnlyFans subscription. I'm hoping people oh, like me. Shut up. We're going to, um, was it next week? Next week. We're going back to Orlando. So anyways, we're staying there. We're taking our oldest son, his wife. And our the two grandbabies that two children they have, which is our grandbabies, who are seventeen and seven. Seventeen and seven. Ten years apart. The seven year old loves Harry Potter and he's never been to Universal. No, he's he's never been. I don't think so. I I think this is his first time. A couple of times ago we got him the interactive Harry Potter wand. And this last time we're there, we got him a is it, what, Wait, don't say it. What if he watches this? He doesn't watch then? this. Stop. He got, he, we got him the, help me out here. The, the robe. Which robe? Which, which house? The Harry, what's the Harry Gryffindor, Potter? Gryffindor, of course. I don't. You're not a Harry Potter fan. I like it, but I can't remember all the stuff. I think you're a Slytherin. Anyways, so we're taking them back. We're taking them down there and he's going to get his um, interactive wand and robe. I called it a cape one time. A cape. Got his cape. <laughs> Those things are expensive. It was like a hundred and hundred and forty some dollars for the damn robe slash cape slash Harry Potter thing. Fifteen percent discount if you're a premier annual pass holder with Universal Studios <laughs> Orlando. Well, that was a good plug. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, we're going down. We're taking them down for that, and then um, that's the, going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Sophie, which is our four, our 17 year old, she's been with us before. We've taken her to Halloween Horror Nights and stuff like that. And uh, <laughs> she cried at Halloween. She Horror cried, Nights. and I'm like, stick <laughs> it so up. Scary. We made her go anyway. Yeah, absolutely. If you're going to go with us and you're going to be a big pansy, I don't care. You're going to cry all the way through the house because I am not going to wait outside the house. You know what you're <laughs> getting yourself into. She was 16 at the time. She did well. We're giving you a hard time, Soph. I know you watch this. <laughs> she's a big cry baby. <laughs> oh, I love her. She's awesome. What? Just because I call her cry baby doesn't mean I, love, I don't love her. You're not really a cry baby. You just cry at a lot of things. Anywho. <laughs> so, and then the week after that, we go back. The week, no, the, the first week in January. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They're right. So two weeks later, right? Two weeks later. We, well, we go back and we're taking um, other grandma mm -hmm. and Graceland and Everly are coming with her. Whole nother set of grandkids. Whole nother set of grandbabies. And um, hopefully Kyle's going to be able to make it. But we're going down and we're staying. Staying at Sapphire Falls that time. Yeah, we're staying, staying back at Sapphire Falls. And we stay there all the time. And then, um, yeah, so I'm excited. I like going down there. People are like, do you get bored? I'm like, no. There's always something different to do. And um, when you, the funny thing about the amusement parks is when you have annual passes and you actually use them because if you don't use them then they're just this expense for nothing but if you actually use them then you end up doing different things like i think last time we did a scavenger hunt in the park or sometimes we've just gone in and just walked around to people watch or go look for something specific didn't even really care about the ride go in and shop because they have they have deals a lot that like this last time it was buy buy two hundred dollars and you get a twenty five dollar gift card or something like that which I don't know. I think we got $75 credit or something. When it was, I can't remember what it was. So anyways, we'll know. go in and, and we'll like just. I mean, it's, it's just fun to just walk around there. We've been going for years. I mean, uh, the older children, they grew up in the parks and they had annual passes years. All the kids had annual passes for years for like seven years total. 
like all of them. And then a couple of them kind of fell off and they got older and didn't want to go. So yeah, they didn't want to go. So we could be paying for them. So we, um, but we're still like learning so much about that park. Like I'm on a Facebook page for annual pass holders. Now, when you got people online that this is what they do, like they're like, the sleuths and they know everything. These people are like, they're on top of their game. They, did you know that there was, well, you do know, cause I told you there's a piece of the Berlin wall there behind hard rock. Yeah. We found out last time we didn't go look at it. We never went and looked at it, but it's been there. Um, just all kinds of just crazy little quirky things that we didn't even know existed in the parks. Just a plethora of there's just unknown of stuff. stuff. And there's remnants of previous rides that they left on purpose. Like the original King Kong ride, there's still some of the bricks there near Jimmy Fallon. Is there? Yeah. That was that was a trivia I knew. I didn't have to look I didn't. Up. I didn't know that. Um, um, the shark's there. So of course, he's going to stay there hanging. I don't know. The, the holidays are, are really fun, even though we don't have all the grandchildren here. We... The spirit is kind of kind of broken in some ways. We uh, we still try to like give back and do a lot of things like this coming up Saturday. We're doing our hundred dollar dinner and we're keeping it here in Orange Clay Park. County or in Orange Park. So what do we have? Six or eight? Six, eight. I don't know. Here's the thing. Here's the weird thing about inviting people. And if you're ever planning an event, guys, write this down because it's exactly accurate. I've never known this to be wrong. I actually learned it from a caterer. Only 80% of the people that 100% say they're going to be there and have paid ahead of time, if you charge ahead of time for it, will ever show up. It's you know, crazy. Cater, caterers don't show up with 100% of the food that's ordered. They never do. Really? They never, they don't need it. Oh, I didn't know that. It, it, so we have 10, 8 to 10 people. We'll probably end up with between 6 and 8 people. Okay. That's that's just the norm. And it, the thing is, if you let stuff like that hurt your feelings, guys, in, in any kind of social situation then you're always going to get your feelings hurt because, I mean, life happens. Some people don't care. Some people not feeling good. Sometimes sometimes just shit happens. But if you use that as a rule of thumb, uh, since I learned that particular piece of information, I have never had an issue with space or food or anything else. It's a, it's a very powerful tool, actually. I still like people to stick with what they say they're going to do. <laughs> you want everybody to be perfect. And they're just I do, not. I do. but I'm not perfect, but I want everybody else to be. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing that. Plus, it's, it's important, too, to remember that I, I talk about this, and I can't remember if I've talked about this before, but when you talk about the, the spirit of the season and what have you, and everybody, everybody thinks they're supposed to be in a happy, good mood at Christmas time. Well, you know what? That's not always the case. We're not always in a happy, good mood. And you know what? Sometimes there's shit going on with your family or your friends or this or that, or sometimes you're just sad. So outside factors shouldn't really impact you. But more importantly, outside factors shouldn't impact somebody else. And here's the example I use, and it's not a Christmas example, but I think it drives it home better. Ashton, he's 18 now. He's the youngest of seven. And this really, this dawned on me when he was a freshman in high school because it was time for freshman orientation. Now, mind you, I'd done this six times. Well, five times at this point. Five times, yeah. Five times at this point. And I was like, oh, God, I don't want to go do this again. And he was just bouncing off the walls excited. And I was like, okay. And I was kind of being a douche. And I, I really, I did apologize to him later because you know what? I owed it to him. He said he didn't even notice because he'd never done anything like that before. And his excitement overpowered my just dread of having to sit through this crap again. And I realized sitting in the middle of that orientation and watching my youngest son just be so excited about this new journey that he's traveling on through high school, that I was being a royal douche. 
I'd been through it before, but just because I'd done it so many times didn't have anything to do with the fact that it was his first time. And my attitude was taking away from his enjoyment of it being the first time for all of that stuff. I never had a problem going to a school event with him after that again. I just borrowed his excitement. They bored the shit out of me, but it didn't matter because he was happy about it. You're a better person than I am. I'm so, I'm so tired of him. And I'm glad you do that. I really am. I appreciate you for doing well, that. And, and and I'm I'm glad. Thank you for that. And I'm I'm glad it's done. <laughs> no more. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, just because we'd done it a bunch of times before, it's always still the first time to him. And the same thing, if you're having struggles in your family and you're having stress with one family member or another, especially if there's children involved, don't let that attitude, don't let that negativity or that frustration bleed over into the other children because realistically, we only have, we make a big deal out of the holidays, no matter who you are. And we only have maybe 80 holidays on the planet, maybe more. So if you have one that's messed up on one side or you're stressed or upset about something on one side, but you got other kids here, man, those memories, you only have so many times to make those memories. And you've got to be able to compartmentalize that and keep that negativity where it is and just feed off of the children's excitement and the other family's excitement about being around. It goes, that goes for birthdays too. Birthday. Yes, it goes for birth. It goes for any major event, anything that happens in life. Don't let the negativity from one piece of your life impact every other piece of it. Makes you miserable and it affects people that have nothing to do and can absolutely do nothing about it. If we're having challenges with one grandkid or one segment of the family, the other grandkids don't have any, don't have any control over that. They just know that they're, they're excited because they get to spend X number of days with Nene and Pop Pop and having fun. Yeah. So we got to remember that. So, okay, that got deep real quick. Good Lord. So anyway, going to Universal, going to have some fun. We haven't told them yet either. We're surprising them with the trip as they, they think they're paying for part of it. Who? Oh, all of them? All of them. That's going to be fun. Hopefully they won't listen to this. They're going. They're excited, but they're they're still figuring out how to pay us back for it. So that'll be fun. So what else have we been talking about? How about how about that that freaking steaming hot pile of garbage movie that I watched the other day? Oh my god! What what's was it? it? What's it called? The Go Away World or something like that? I don't know. It's the new Leave Netflix. The world. That was the worst. Oh, it did. Okay, the the, the internet's blowing up about this movie right now, and um. Logged into Netflix. I don't watch a lot of TV, guys, but I logged, I watched, I logged into Netflix the other night. It was some downtime, and I was like, okay, well, what am I going to watch? And I was scrolling through trying to decide if I was going to watch Pacific Rim or Altered Carbon again. because Should have watched those asleep. again. Definitely should have watched one of those again. And it, you know how Netflix starts playing the preview a little bit, or even the preview, just a, a segment of the movie. And it, they were on this beach, and the ship was coming. It was like this giant ship, and it was like, okay. And then they look up, and the ship's a little closer, and... <laughs> To look was a very ominous, ominous scene. What's it? Uh, Leave the world behind. That's what the movie's called. Don't. <sighs> I'm not recommending it. That is. It is a pile of hot garbage. It doesn't make any sense. It's got a lot of hidden. To some people, it might make sense. I don't know. It's got a hidden, about a bunch of hidden bullshit in it. It's got a bunch of. It's. It's got. It hits on racism. It hits on hatred. It hits on emasculating men. It hits on. Children that can't get off their 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 phones because they're just enthralled with whatever they're watching. It hits on the okay. So the Kevin Bacon part, kind of the, the what I got from that was that he's a redneck and he can take care of himself, but made him such a bad guy because he didn't want to help anybody because he also was not knowing what was going on, but he wasn't going to give up his resources. 
and made him look like a, just a big asshole redneck yeah. with his guns. And I mean, it, it portrayed every just bullshit thing going on in the internet that is dividing people and still continues to divide people because people are now online arguing about this damn movie. Well, shit, we're talking about it, but here's, here's the thing we want to take away from this. They presented all of these issues. And you know what? Some of these are real issues, but they didn't give any solutions and they presented in the most negative, subtle way possible. Absolutely. With no solution, except for maybe a little Band-Aid here and there that didn't really solve a problem. Take that completely out of the movie because I don't, I don't, and I don't mind getting on here and, and talking about issues and topics like that, but I want to control that narrative so that you get a true vision of what we are say and do but take take that out of it there was some insanely cool cinematography in this movie there was some very very good shots there was a lot of plot points that really were building to something big with zero payoff none absolutely talking the season finale of lost if they had solved 50 percent less of the plot holes than they actually solved in that season for those of you Gen Xers that remember the season finale of Lost. <laughs> that stupid pile of shit, too. Oh, that, but that was enjoy, it was enjoyable in the same way. It was but, like, okay, we got all this cool stuff going on. And there was some, there was some like the ship coming up. And if you can do the suspension of disbelief and believe that the shelf is less than 50 yards from the shoreline, then this thing was terrifying. I watched the entire movie from that one scene because it was one of the coolest scenes I think I've ever seen. I mean, and then they were saying, well, it was it was an attack from uh, from Korea. Then they would say it was an at- attack from where else? Russia. Was it was uh, Russian? They, they said Russia and they said Korea and they said the Middle East. It and- was just so weird. And then they had the navigation system supposedly, well, obviously going down. And it, the one thing that I noticed was the two planes, the one plane that he found on the beach and then the second plane. Spoiler alert. I don't you know what? I don't give a shit because don't watch this movie. <laughs> the second plane came down and hit in the same exact place. So something was bringing supposedly bringing their navigation to this area. It brought those flamingos there. It brought the deer there. It brought the boat there. It brought two yeah. two plane crashes there. And the, and the plane crashes were done. Very, very well. No, that, that was, those parts was, were really well. It was terrifying at first because of the way he discovered what was happening. And so, and then some of the scenes were angled and I'm like, why are they angling these scenes? And it, it really added to the stress and that the soundtrack was a little off at first. Oh, that then, music was awful. But it was disconcerting. It was, it could have been such a great horror movie. Well, and then the other thing that kind of left you hanging. I wanted it. I still want it to be a better movie. Now, the kid that they were, so they were walking in the woods, the little girl, she's, I don't, what, I don't know what the hell happened with that little kid, but her shirts, the, the stuff that she had on her shirts, she had the NASA shirt on, she had the Obey shirt on. Her brother, her brother's the one with the Obey shirt on. And okay. that was, that was, that was from 1984. I understand that, okay. but these were all. <laughs> Very oddly placed in the movie. I don't. Okay. Yeah. You need to understand where I'm, where I'm coming from. So, and she always wanted to go to, up to this house. Well, she ended up going up to the house at the last minute and it was, had an underground bunker in it that had these people telling them that the shit was fixing to go down and it was a safe house and, but there was nobody there. But yeah, she was able to walk right into this house. Anywho, let me go back. So when they're out there walking in the woods because of all these damn deer that keep like coming to her and talking to her, like she's, I don't know. He gets bit on the ankle by something, which then his teeth start falling out. What the actual shit is going on? That well, makes got, zero then sense. Got, then he got medicine. 
that supposedly is going to help him. For what? I, I don't. It, it made no sense. Also, everything we just said is a completely unresolved plot hole because it never addressed any of it again later in the movie. None of it. And then it was like, let's make this insanely cool scene. What was the first thing? What was the first thing that pissed you off with that movie? Very first thing. Man, the um, aside from the music. Yes. Because the music, again, just tried please, to be good. Okay. okay. No, the, the unfounded anger of the characters at each other that had just met each other. Okay. That's a good one. Plus the young, the young girl that lived in the house, why they came back to their house. She was like baiting, baiting everybody on the whole racist and wanting to sleep with her. And it's just, it was just so awful. The thing that pissed me off, I, and I didn't watch this all. I, I sit usually beside him and I listen to the movies while I'm like screwing around on my phone. The man, the husband of the people that were on vacation, they, he was the weakest sniveling man I've ever, I mean, and, and then the way they talk to him and the way the kids talk to him. That was the thing that pissed me off the most, not the first. Thing. I, that's the first thing I noticed. Cause we're sitting there and, and him listening. And I look at Flint. I was like, he, this guy is a pussy. They made him this way. They oh, emasculated him so horribly to the point where that's the only thing that got resolved and the whole thing is where he finally broke down because his kid got bit in the ankle and his teeth were falling out. No, no, no. I, I, no, that was not a resolution. He no, no, no. But no, it. no, no. But it, it, it finally came to the point where he just he admitted what a weak man he was because you couldn't figure it out what, what, why he was such a weak man. Well, his wife was such an asshole. Julia Roberts was just an ass. It was just the weirdest thing. I'm, you know what? I'm glad we didn't pay for it. I wouldn't have paid for that steaming pile of shit. Oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. I don't, I don't want. I don't want to fill this level of negativity. <laughs> I don't. I, it was I don't. awful. It was bad, and I don't. I don't like the fact that it was a mask. And you know, whenever he admitted, he goes, "I am. I'm useless without technology," which is basically what happened. They also still didn't give him any resolution. His solution was to beg the guy who actually was Sniffling. a real man for help because of his son. And you know what? It, it, I don't blame him for doing that. It was the only way he, that he could get the help that he needed. But it did not set a good example. No, nothing in the movie set a good example. Well, even like the the little Mexican lady that he ran when he didn't have any GPS and he went into town and the little Mexican lady that was standing on the side of the road couldn't speak English. She was speaking in Spanish. But begging for help. And obviously. begging for help. He left her there because there was a language barrier in the middle of nowhere. This movie was by far the worst thing I've seen in a long time. And all it did was perpetuate more hate and division, in my opinion. Yeah. And it, there's people out there, I've been reading some stuff, people out there going, oh, no, this is exactly how it is. Well, it's not exactly how it is because what was it you say people live in, Flint? Uh, we live in an echo chamber today. I don't. Well, our phones show us what we agree with constantly in an effort to keep us on those apps or on those Sites. I mean, that, that's, that's what marketing does. That's what it's for. Yeah, but it we, can, we can program these things to only show us what we agree with. And it's so dangerous if we don't ever go out and expose ourselves in a positive manner, or at least in a non-confrontational manner, to the opinions of people that disagree with us without hating them. Because if we don't do that, we're only ever getting one piece of the story that we already thought we agree with. We will never grow as people. And we will only ever to continue to be divided as society, as country, as anything. Because it, it, when you walk outside and talk to your neighbor, it's not as bad as it looks like it is on here. But you know what? 
sometimes there is challenges. Sometimes there are problems, but you can't, you can't define your life based on only ever reading things that you agree with. And what happens is 10 years down the road, now you're defining your life based on opinions you had 10 years ago. From a little screen. It's, it's terrifying. It's the same thing as the area code on your telephone. For those of us Gen Xers, the area code on our telephone is from where we used to live 10 years ago, because back in the day, area codes meant something, maybe 20 years ago. But if you only ever get that same piece of information for your entire life and you don't get exposed to anything else, then you react violently and angry with passion and absolute conviction that you're right, even though... It's not a choice of right or wrong. Not everybody acts like that, Flint. Some people do. Well, a lot of people do, but not yeah. everybody not, not acts everybody. like that. Well, do you know what? Well, then what, what would, given what I just said, what would you say? How would, how would you impart the importance of diversity and truly exposing yourself to every side? What do you mean? What would you say? What would you say? What would you say about, what, what would you say to people out there about how to get out of your echo chamber and start listening to other people? Do to research. If you're going to stay on these little screens and, and read the stuff on there, research both sides. I mean, there's, there's come up, there's come up times where, where we have been talking to people and we know their argument better than they know their own argument. Cause I mean, instead of just reading the one-sided part of it, we go into, we do our research and we, and we, we, we look at all factors on it. People don't do that. They just find what they want. And it's usually the first two or three clicks on the, after that search. And it's always a bullshit answer or whatever it is they were researching. It's, and it's, and it, all it does is just cater to the, to the BS. And I like, oh, if, if, it's, if it's pulled up on the internet, it's true. Well, you know what? You can pull up a lot of stuff on the internet that is actually true, but you need to go past those, I would say 10, 15, 20 first searches that come up. That's when you're going to start finding the truth. Maybe we ought to talk about how to do that specifically. I don't know. I, it, it bothers me that there's so much anger and hate and division in the world. It really does. I, I, guys, we've got to be kinder to each other. We've got to talk to people and not just message and chat people and not look at our phone whenever we're sitting there across from somebody having dinner with them or having coffee with them. It, Go out there and talk to your neighbors. Go out there and talk to people. If you go to a coffee shop and have coffee and sit there, don't sit there on your laptop and your phone scrolling the whole time. Look around. Smile at people. Say good morning. I talk to a lot of people. Start talking to people. You will find out the world is not nearly as nasty a place as you've been led to believe it is. It's a much happier, more fun place to be. You might find out that, one, you might find out that you're right. You might find out that some of your opinions are exactly where they need to be, but you, now you have confirmation of that. But you also might find out that those people out there that you think are evil or angry, they're not. They just disagree with you and that you can still like each other and get along. Don't you agree? <laughs> I already agreed with that. Okay, I, I, you just <laughs> go off on these like preaching tangents and I just don't know when to like interject because you just don't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> We like to call them teaching moments. No, they're not teaching moments. You just like. That's what I call them. Yeah, you need to, you need to be nice to me. I don't have to be nice to you because I don't agree with everything you, do you say. Wanna, do you want to go meet up at a coffee shop? We can. Do you want to go have coffee somewhere? Not right now. I got to go to bed. I'm old. It's 8.15. Everywhere we go, I always find somebody to talk to. And as a general rule, so do I. We always have fun. And we're usually not talking to the same people. Sometimes we are, but sometimes we're not. So, 
I don't know. Let's in, let's not end this there. Let's end this on something. I wasn't. Positive. I no. I was so. just. I was just me coming across, and we had this discussion the other day. My husband seems to think that I am pissed off all the time. I call it passion because once I'm done talking about something, I go back. Just because I sounded angry doesn't mean I'm angry. I'm just like getting it out because I mean it was a steaming pile of bullshit, but. I don't have to ever watch it again. And I mean, I'm on so many pages and I've seen so many different things being said about it. And I, I just stay off of it. I just read and just laugh because these people are really, it's pitting people against each other still right, right now. And I'm like, this is crazy. Oh, they're, they're fine with each other over a, over a movie. It's, Get out it, there, put your opinion out and then leave it alone. Yeah. Just walk away from it. Just walk away from it. Now, some of the things I, I was, I, I did answer a few of the questions because people were like, I don't understand why you're saying this because they try to, they always try to turn things political. And there was one question that was asked because somebody had said, and I'm just, I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there. This one lady said, well, if, if it came out of uh, the Obama's wheelhouse, that's what's wrong with it. Again, that's their opinion. So I went and I was like, what are they talking about? And again, so what it does do, she went and did her due diligence. Sure enough, the top producer that produced, that owns the production company for the film is owned by the Obamas. So I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense why they said that. So then you go down and you start doesn't reading. doesn't make it right. It just made sense. It made sense why she said that. But she should have like maybe furthered on it while. So there are people on there just eviscerating her going, you always got to bring politics in this. They have nothing to do with it, blah, blah, blah. And this one lady goes, I have no idea. And, she, and I think she was truly asking what they had, why they, she said what she said. So I went and again, I going back to, I went and found out why she said it. And I put on there, I said, well, the, the top, because, oh, because she goes, I'm in here reading the, um, the credits and I don't see their names anywhere. The executive producer. And uh, yeah. So I went in there and I said, well, the, the, the production company that the top, very top one is owned by the Obamas. And she goes, oh, that makes sense why she said that. And that was it. So you can still have cordial conversations with people, not be ugly, give them the information that they're honestly asking for instead of going, oh, you're racist. Oh, it's political. Oh, you're a bigot. Oh, you're. And that's what everybody was on there doing. And I'm like, what in the actual hell is going on? And if it's a bad movie and you call it a bad movie, it doesn't make you a racist. (laughs) Oh, no, but if no, but there are people on there that says since we don't like it and it, the Obamas were the production company that were all racist. I don't think they truly understand Why? the reason. I mean, the, the definition of racism. Oh, my God, that doesn't make any sense. Also, I want to know what happened with the deer. One of the coolest scenes in the movie I haven't even described to you is just it was incredibly cool. Yeah, it did. With zero payoff. Oh, it was awful, guys. It was cooler than the ship scene I described. There was a lot of times that I would stop what I was doing and look at Flint going, what the actual hell is going on? And I couldn't stop watching it. I was like, man. It was like a train wreck. It was, yeah, but it was a cool train wreck. It was like a boat, a shipwreck. It was like two plane wreck, two plane crashes. <laughs> There was, a, there was a, some, a safe house. There was like a million dollar home in the middle of the woods. That with, they left their safe house door unlocked. With lots of snacks and a, and a safe room that you can just like open the door to. And then there's like computers everywhere. Did you notice that? They were the only computers still connected. To the anything. only computers still connected. To <laughs> It made absolutely zero made sense, guys. None of it made sense. It was oh. ridiculous. Oh, there's going to be so many theories out there. I can't wait for I'm going to give it like. 
I'm going to give it like a week and go back and start like reading on this because, you know, there's it's going to bring some shit out of the woodwork. Some oh. of these people are going to come out with their with their tinfoil hats on going, let me tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> More power to you. No, bro. This, this is a prediction of the future. So. <laughs> oh, a lot of people. Oh, they're warning us. Yeah. OK. We don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> OK. Anywho. OK. I'm done talking about that movie. You're the one that brought it up. I know, I know. I wanted to I wanted to take out the trash. That's it for tonight, guys. We love y'all. Thank you for your attention and spending a few more hours with us as you have. Follow us everywhere for more content and keep tuning in. Love y'all. Peace.